I want a food truck. I have no money and I've got bad credit. What can I do? Let's talk about that today on 10-Minute Food Truck Training. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. My name is Bill Moore. I'm the founder of foodtrucktraining.group. Getting started with a food truck is expensive, so what should you do if you don't have an extra $50,000 laying around burning a hole in your pocket? First thing is focus on what you can do rather than what you can't. All states have some type of a law that concerns a segment of the food industry called cottage foods. This is a program that allows certain food types to be prepared in your home kitchen, and then you can sell that to the public. The permitted foods are basically shelf-stable foods, meaning they have no requirements for refrigeration, they're safe at room temperature, and they're made with ingredients that require no refrigeration. I want to stress each state has a different set of rules on how you can get started and whether you need permits, what you can sell, how you have to label your products. Some states limit your, your annual sales. Some states limit where you can sell, how you can sell, if you can do internet sales. So all of those things do vary. But the good thing is most states make it easy. You can get started with a little teeny tiny bit of money and snowball your earnings into a food truck. So the kind of foods you can sell are going to be breads or cakes, uh, cookies, some types of jams, vinegars, uh, hard candies, spice mixes, those kind of things. And each state has some things they add to the list, some things they will take off the list. So you'll have to investigate that for yourself. But again, all those foods can be cooked in a home kitchen. Let's take a simple product like Duncan Hines Brownie Mix. You can get a four pack of brownie mix. It costs about $6. You gotta add in some eggs. You gotta add in the two cups of oil. Then you're gonna have to package the food with some type of, of uh, wrap and you're gonna have to label it. So let's say it costs you about $10 total. You're gonna head out to the farmer's market or other gathering place where there's a whole bunch of people and you're gonna sell at a super cheap impulse encouraging price of a buck 50. And when you consider a dollar 50 to same size brownie being sold from a sub shop, they usually sell to sub shop for about three to four dollars. So you're undercutting those folks. This will yield you enough profits or enough portions rather to create a hundred dollars worth of sales out of that ten dollars. So if you're a friendly, enthusiastic salesperson, you're going to turn that ten bucks probably into about a hundred and eight. Really, that leaves you ninety-eight dollars worth of profit, and that's the beginning of your food truck. So now you've proved yourself you can sell food. You want to start building your free social media pages, not going to cost you anything. You want to invite your friends, your family, your co-workers, and then get them to invite friends and family and co-workers. And tell your story about why you're doing cottage foods and how it's going to be your stepping stone to owning your own business than to own business being your food truck. Explain your story in emotional terms so people will be interested and they'll be invested in your journey and they'll want to support you and support your dreams. Even if they can't come out and buy a brownie every week, they might send some friends out or help to expand your reach on social media. So you got to tell your story. You just can't go buy a box of brownies, go set up a table somewhere and hope somebody comes and buys it. You have to take action. So the next week, you're going to take 25% of the profit you made so in our case, we'll just round it up and say it's 25 bucks. 
and you're going to buy more supplies. And then you're going to take the remainder of the money of that profit. You're going to set it aside. That's going to be your nest egg for your food truck. And you don't touch that. So the next week was a slightly expanded offering where you have more food and you can vary your food. You can get into breads or cookies or or whatever you feel comfortable making. Let's say that you're able to now generate $200 and you're going to follow that same pattern for the next week. You're going to set aside 25% of that $200, so roughly $50, to buy more product and then the rest of the money gets set aside for your food truck dream. So what do you think you could do if every weekend, every Saturday and Sunday, you go out and do that and you keep growing your product line as long as you can sell it all? Because the idea when you're doing cottage foods is to sell out. What if you could do that every weekend? How long do you think it would take you to save up enough money for at least a down payment on a food truck or trailer? So what if you add some other simple foods that are, again, cottage food legal? So you could add on prepackaged drinks like cans of soda, bottles of water, that type of thing. Uh, What if you have a bread maker? You could add on artesian bread because those things can be sold for five to eight dollars per loaf. And then if you decide to do some cookies and other sweet things, you have all that product laying out and gives you a more substantial footprint and it helps you to create more excitement around your, your tiny little business. How about taking some pictures of all your food before you individually package it up? Take a stack of brownies, put it on a nice little plate, maybe some cookies along with it, and then take some photographs of that before you individually package it. So when you set up a display at your uh, market, your farmer's market or wherever you're setting up, you can show how a business could reward their staff with your little gift basket of um, brownies and cookies. So it gives them some ideas of, hey, I could take this package basket of brownies and cookies and reward my staff Monday morning. You might even be able to set up a future sale where they say, hey, I don't want to be able to buy this until Wednesday. You can say, no problem. I'll make sure we have it ready for you. Pay me now and I'll deliver it to you Wednesday morning at your office. You can do those kind of things. So let's just work really, really hard for a spring and summer. You're going to generate cash for your down payment and your inventory purchases. Or you can just sit around and do nothing. So this time next year, you'll be one year older and still know closer to your own financial security because you decided that I don't want to do cottage foods. I don't want to do something that actually works. So understand at some point, your sales are going to stop growing week over week. A farmer's market will only support so many sales of a particular item and then you won't cease growing. So at that point, you either decide, well, the income I've got coming in is awesome, so I'll just stay at this level, which is no problem. Or you can move to a farmer's market or a different venue that will generate more sales. That's going to be up to you to decide. This will be one of your first official business decisions that you'll have to make. But if the sales week over week is where you need it to be so you can see the dream of your food truck coming true, go ahead and stay there. At some point, you may want to go ahead and Take some of that money you've been setting aside and start to invest in things you'll be able to use in the future, like perhaps starting with a tent or some tables, getting some display stands, that type of thing, maybe some marketing flags, something to expand your physical footprint and get more attention when you're at the farmer's market. So that food still is being invested, or that money rather, is still being invested towards your food truck dream by buying a little bit of equipment now to increase your footprint and hopefully generate more sales. There'll come a point during your growth with your cottage food business where you may think that I've got the tent and I've got some display equipment and if I go ahead and buy a couple more pieces of equipment I can turn myself into a tent vendor. That's fine if you want to take that step first before you buy the food truck because what you can do in most states is just go ahead and get a, a real food license just like a food truck would would get and then you're going to be able to do a more complicated menu 
The complicated menu would have raw foods on it, perhaps. You can be doing more cooking. You can cook on site. So it may change your business from being a cottage food business, but that doesn't prevent you from selling the same foods. It just changes where you do the food prep. So if you get into a real food license, you can no longer prep at home, but you'll have a commissary. And there's where you can do all your, your food cooking, your, make your brownies and cookies and other things. So you can continue to sell the same food so you don't disappoint the guests you've already built up, but you've expanded your line because now you can get into selling you know, raw meats and that type of thing as well. So you can grow from cottage foods into a tent fairly simply. You probably can do it one season if you really work hard at it. So we have a simple process. Start small, earn some money, tell a compelling story, keep your guests interested on social media, set aside all the money you can possibly set aside except what you need to buy more supplies for the next week, and then repeat that process every week, and then grow or expand your food line when it makes sense to you. Next week, we're going to be talking all about marketing. Five days, we're talking about getting your business noticed and how to generate sales. If you're enjoying our chats, please consider supporting the podcast by clicking the support button. Every little bit helps. If you need more information or just like the camaraderie of like-minded, positive people, join our group on Facebook. It's called Food Truck Training, and the links will be in the description. Thank you guys so much for listening. Stay tuned for next week, all about marketing. And please stay profitable, my friends.